Now, before this episode begins, I just wanted to take a moment and plug something important. In case you didn't know, I'm a self-published author struggling to get the word out on my books. Uh, currently, I have about four published, and I have many more in the works, as well as an audiobook coming out pretty soon, actually. Uh, it would mean the world to me if uh, you could take a second to check out the Amazon link down in the show notes and consider maybe grabbing a copy on uh, Kindle or paperback. Or, if you're more of a listener, then go ahead and follow the Anchor link to be updated when the audiobook is fully released, and you can go ahead and support it that way. I've been putting a lot of heart and energy into this. For, like, the past ten years, I've been working on this entire universe, this entire series, so I'd greatly, greatly appreciate it if you take five seconds to just check it out. Thank you, and uh, enjoy this episode. Now, I want to record this story completely unscripted, so I do apologize if the pacing is a little bit off because I'm going straight from memory. This story takes place about maybe six years ago. I was 21 years old, roughly, somewhere in that range, and I was hanging out with my girlfriend at the time and my oldest friend since childhood and his girlfriend. Now, there's always been rumors about this place called Kankamangus Highway. It's just a barren strip down the back road somewhere in New Hampshire close by that people say is haunted. People say you see strange lights, that there's Bigfoot, and the lake that's concealed behind the, the dank, deep forest is weird somehow. And I didn't look up too much information on this. I just knew the stories. So one night, something around maybe 9 p.m., the four of us, me, my ex, my best friend, and his girlfriend, all decide, you know what, we're already out and we're close enough by. Let's go check it out. Let's just go swing down there. There's four of us. Who knows? Maybe you'll see something spooky. I'm all about it. Sure, let's go. So I'm in the front seat with him and both the girls are in the back and we drive down this barren strip. And, and when I say it's dark at 9 p.m., I mean the headlights didn't seem to breach the trees all that much like it's a thick forest the road is winding curved narrow and craggy the pavement's not good it's wearing away and the tree line is just at the edge of the road it's tight it's claustrophobic and it is abrasively dark but we don't see anything we get a little bit down the highway i'm not sure exactly about the mileage but you know we're down deep in there we're away from any uh, public streets and really any houses i don't recall from my memory seeing any houses at all going down this strip but then we come upon a boat launch little beach area it's just a little dirt path carved into the trees that opens up into a, a little lake where people, I guess, would go fishing. And the the dirt drop-off that leads into the water that people back their boats up into, it, I couldn't, I, I'd say it's no more than probably 25 feet wide and about 15 feet deep until you hit the shallow water. And we pull the car into this, and we shut off the lights. We turn it off completely. And it goes absolutely, when I say silent, I mean it goes dead silent. Without the hum and the purr of the engine, it, it felt like we, we got dropped off the face of the earth. Like we were just a little blip of light in an endless abyss of darkness. Because all around us is a barren empty road of dark trees, tall pine trees that are blocking out the starless sky. All that's there is a crescent moon, no light, nothing. And then there's just tiny contained ocean of inky black that is this pond now 
we're sitting there, we roll down all the windows, and we're all just kind of listening, you know, soaking in that eeriness. And the way that the car was positioned, I'm in the passenger seat because my friend was driving, and on my side is the water. He kind of pulled in at like a, he kind of pulled in partially. He didn't pull straight towards the lake. We weren't all facing it, but he pulled in enough so we could quickly get himself curved back onto the road if need be for any reason. Now, he's looking out at the road. The girls are in the back kind of holding their breath. You know, we're all listening. All the windows are partially down. And I'm just looking out into the water with just this this dreadful sense of something I couldn't quite place. And I can see, like, the tiny glimmer of the little bit of moonlight clapping against the water as it just very slightly rocked. And now, when I say it slightly rocked, I mean, you could hear the, you could hear the tiny, tiny pressure of natural distillment of the water against the sand it didn't give any indication that there's anybody on the water and there wouldn't be again it's pitch dark there's nothing out there and it's late at night and it's cold it's fall i forgot to mention that but it is turning fall at this point and it's just dead silent but i look out to the water with that sense of unease and i get kind of hyper focused on one spot in the middle of the water there's nothing there i can't see anything i cannot discern any depth color shadows nothing until out in the water, I see these two orange lights. Now, it's like an orange-yellow, like off-white, uh, off-yellow, off-orange. Not exactly one color or the other. It's just like this fiery ember glow. But it wasn't flickering like an ember would. And it didn't seem to have that um, oculent radiance of headlights or a flashlight. But they were positioned side-by-side, side, about softball size and completely parallel to each other, resting just above the waterline. And these lights blinked from nothing. There was pitch black, and then all of a sudden these lights were just there. And there's no sound. There's no hum of a boat engine. There's no disturbance in the water. There's nothing strange. It's just these two silent orbs of light that appeared from nothing. And they're floating. And I say floating, but again, they're not bobbing. They're not moving. They're just there at the water level, but casting zero reflection in the water. You would think if they were natural lights from a boat light or even headlamps or something like that, like scuba diving headlamps, that they would be refracting across the water, but there was nothing. It was just two orange balls. And it was probably about 10 or so seconds that everyone else in the car noticed and were staring along with me. And then they started floating in our direction. And now when I say they're floating, I don't mean, again, that they were bobbing as if it was a boat. There was nothing around it. It just started drifting in our direction. And we didn't wait. We, at that moment, my friends started the car when they could see that they were, in fact, drawing nearer. I'd say they were probably about 50 feet out in the water, just in, like, the middle of the pond. And you could just kind of tell that they were getting that much closer at a very slow pace, just a haunting drag of a pace but undoubtedly, undoubtedly uh, growing closer. He, my friend, started the car so fast, and we peeled off the dirt, got onto the highway, spun around just directly back the way we came. Now, personally, I wasn't fearful of what was happening. It was absolutely petrifyingly intriguing, but I wasn't afraid. It, it, it gave me chills, that's for sure, and I still think about it to this day, being you know six or seven years later. But it was just indescribable and disturbing because what i'm saying doesn't even exactly match exactly what happened but that's the best i can do 
I don't think it was anybody out in the water. I don't think it was aliens. I don't think it was anything that supernatural. It's just unexplainable. 